Saturday marks the anniversary of the first confirmed case of COVID-19 in Kentucky. The patient, Julia Donahue, is a 28-year-old baker from Cynthiana, Kentucky. Donahue spoke to WFPL's Ryan Van Velzer about what it was like to contract an unknown virus. My name is Julia Donahue. I didn't really know much about covid the last thing I know, knew about it is that it was uh, in China. I never thought I'd get it. I don't know what it is about Kentucky. I keep coming back. I lived here before. I went to Florida because it's warm in Florida. But it's also really expensive, so I had to move here. I've been doing the cakes like at Walmart part-time, and I, I do cakes from home for people that want something more unique than a Walmart cake. I had a big workload at work. I was stressed out. I uh, had a lot of cake orders and stuff, and I started feeling sick, and I just blamed it on the stress. It got worse, and so then I thought I had the flu, so I called out of work for three days. And after those three days, initially, I started to feel better because I got rest. And so I went back to work thinking it was all over with. But the same day I went back to work, I started having breathing problems. Asking a coworker, is it normal to not be able to breathe and have shortness of breath after the flu? I went to the urgent care and they put me on some, some kind of medicines and they gave me an inhaler, which also made made things worse. I went back the day after that and they said they didn't know what was going on. So they sent me to the hospital and they started doing all kinds of tests. They did an x-ray on my chest and they found that I had double pneumonia and I've never had pneumonia before either. So I didn't know what that was supposed to feel like. And they also warned me that if I didn't start breathing correctly and that they would have to hook me up to the ventilator to help me breathe because my lungs were like balloons and they were inflating and they could burst and it could be really serious. So they kept me overnight. They wouldn't let me go home or anything. I just really wanted to rest, really wanted it to be over. I never thought in my mind that it was some new virus. I was just losing so much oxygen that I don't remember anything after my diagnosis with pneumonia. Apparently I was in a helicopter airlifted and I don't remember any of that. And I don't think I woke up for three whole days. When I woke up, I still thought I was in Harrison Memorial. Everything was blurry and I was very confused. I was kind of, the drugs were kind of still affecting me. I was seeing things and I was kind of too weak and tired to react that much. I know they had me handcuffed to the bed because they thought if I woke up and panicked, I'd try to rip out the tubes. My husband was there with me the whole time. He knew what was said, and he told me memories that I don't have at all. He said at one point I asked the nurses if I was going to die. I said, I don't remember asking them that at all, but I probably felt like I was dying. That's probably why I asked that. They would ask me the same questions every day. They'd ask me, What's your name? Where are you? What day is it? They had these blue suits on and then the helmets. They almost looked like they was going to outer space. I knew, I knew my name. I got that right. But whenever I would, they would say, where are you? I'd say, here's some more hospital. And then they say, what day is it? And I'd say like February 28th. And it was like March 3rd. 
they never corrected me. They just kept letting me answer the questions. And then eventually when I could see more clearly, they had a whiteboard. And on the whiteboard, it said we were at UK Healthcare. And it said it was March 4th or something like that. So when they asked me the next time, I started saying we're, we're in Lexington Hospital and it's March something. So when I guess when I started answering the questions correctly and they got the doctor, and he's the one that told me that I had coronavirus. I guess I felt nervous, scared. I did want to know if I was going to get better or not and how long I was going to be in, the, in there and wondered what my family was thinking where what my what was happening outside of the hospital i felt like i was in a whole nother reality i tried to stay you know i tried to stay positive i tried to make jokes about it because if i don't laugh and smile and try to be happy then that just makes things worse so i did cut up with the nurses when i was able to i couldn't with the tube in my throat i can't talk i had to write everything on a piece of paper I remember the first time they said I could finally drink something. It, they said, we're going to start you off with crushed ice. And I was so excited because I was so thirsty. And then I went to take a bite of the ice and it burned my throat so bad. I, then I didn't want it after that. I couldn't wait to get out of there. I want to go home, see my pets and rest at home. I was tired. I was tired of being in a hospital bed. And while I was at the hospital, there were already like three new patients. The nurses told me that they wouldn't be able to come check on me every two hours like they had been doing because they had new people that were worse off than me that had the virus. I had received a lot of flowers and cards, but I didn't know about it till I got home because I wasn't allowed to receive gift anything. Could not go in that room or out of that room that I was in. I was like quarantined really good. It was all really sweet. I was not expecting like everybody to be praying for me and, and wishing I would get better. I honestly thought when I got home, people would be angry at me, say it's my fault. The community came together, which was very inspiring and very unexpected and surprising. I didn't realize people were so kind and capable of being so supportive to each other, not just to me, but to small businesses and to other people, it's actually really nice to see something like that happen. Kind of feels like a distant thing in my past. Like I don't even think about it much. And sometimes I even forget I was in the hospital, which is a good thing. I don't really want to remember that, but I still know it happened. It just doesn't feel like I was actually ever sick. I feel like I'm completely better and doing what I used to do. So. I'll never take that for granted again, of course. I, I know how fragile life can be, and I'm only 28, and I feel like it's not my time to go yet. I know it's still out there, but I, I'm trying to, I try to stay positive still. Music for this story was composed by Louisville-based musician Noah Barker. Hear and read more from our two-part series at WFPL.org.